Hey everybody, it's episode number two of Opinions That Don't Matter. Insert all the bad music sounds. That's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, that's our song. I think we do need a song. We do need a song. If there's anyone out there that is a musician. I know. I might ask Lauren. No. She's very nice, but she sings opera and I don't think... No, I think it'd be really funny. No, she could do whatever we wanted. Mm. She'd always have to give her some, you know, guidance. Okay. In the ways of podcast songs okay um anyways this is episode number two and we're waiting for the first episode it just takes a little while when you're starting a podcast and so that's why we aren't able to take your questions yet but get them ready send them off to opinions at katiemorton.com that'll be our email address we'll be checking it every week to pull some questions for you um the goal of the questions is kind of it can be funny questions it can be relationship questions um yeah that's kind of what we're thinking would be fun so do that Go do it after the podcast. Wait for like 45 minutes, then go do it. Um, but we're here for episode number two, and it's only going to get better. Like we said, it'll only get better from here. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to sit very still. I noticed in the very first episode, mm-hmm. uh, I was fidgeting a lot, or that was the feedback I got from you. Yeah. You berated me after the I show. I did not. You did. You yelled for like three hours. You are like, you fidgeted so much. Sean likes to pretend that I yell sometimes yeah. when I'm just saying like, hey, honey, could you go? He's like, stop yelling at me. Yeah, no, but I was fidgeting, <laughs> so I'm trying to trying to hold still i was considering taping oven mitts on i know like a kid with chicken pox yeah 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 sean is a fidgeter i was like do you want a fidget because i'm sure i have a fidget toy somewhere in the house yeah Something. but i don't think i need it i think i can sit still oh maybe you guys i'm, I'm not sure you let us know in the comments how he does because i don't think yeah. you're a fidgeter I, i'm so awkward on camera though you're usually behind the camera this is a mm-hmm. whole new mm-hmm. i don't know a foray but i'll get over something it. new yeah it's a it's a whole new world okay anyway um so this week, if you follow me on Instagram, you already kind of know this, but I got robbed. And oddly enough, I don't know if I wasn't clear in my Instagram stories, which is highly possible. Well, I got robbed versus someone broke into your locker or opened your locker. Too, you know, I was robbed. Yes, but robbed. I was robbed. Mm. Not at gunpoint, mm-hmm. but I was robbed. Mm-hmm. Someone stole from you. Definitely. Yes. I was robbed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but if you say I was robbed, that that I know my friend Kim brings along texted the... me concerned. Yeah. And was like, well, when you told me I was concerned, I, I thought you got robbed in Santa Monica. Well, the reason that I said robbed is yeah, because it's I hard was, up in these streets. I was telling my mom it's so hard up in this yoga studio. Yeah. I told my mom what namaste. happened. Namaste. Namaste inside because it's rough out there. Nama, don't touch my bag and get in my credit cards, you bitches. Mm. Anyway, I was telling my mom what happened and she's like, oh my God, you were robbed. How scary. How horrible. Icky. Someone in your stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I yeah, was Yeah, it gives robbed. you a dirty feeling when someone goes through your stuff. Like, I can't imagine someone being inside my house. Oh, God. Whenever someone tells me that, not that I hear that all the time, yeah. but when I hear that someone has broken into someone's house, I yeah. just think, I don't know if I'd be able to go back there. No, it feels so, I'd need it like, per, I don't know, I'd have to have like a intense cleaning yeah. or something. It'd be a bad idea for someone to break into this house though. Oh my God. It's we okay. have so much security. Speaking of which, <laughs> this is a really funny story to me. So we live in an apartment, so we don't own our house Not where yet. we live. We, we, we're hoping, pray for us, send yeah. out all the good vibes, things like that. Join our Patreon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, we're hopeful that we can buy a property at some point. But Sean and I are in Paris for my birthday this last October. Robbing people. <laughs> totally. No, I'd be horrible at it. Um, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Ooh, ah, ooh. Um, anyway, we're sitting at a restaurant. And it's like eight o'clock at night in, um, in Paris. And my phone starts going crazy because someone's in our house. 
<laughs> and yeah. so I call her upstairs. That's a disturbing feeling. It is. I was like, holy Halfway around the fuck. world. Yeah, I have no, I can't, I can't do anything. So I call her upstairs neighbors. Turns out they were checking water pressure in our building, which they do sometimes. And they put a 24-hour notice on your door. And she was like, oh, I think there was a 24-hour notice. But we can see. So we can look into our house when we're away and see if someone's in there and no one was in there they'd clearly come in heard it go beep 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 beep. it gets louder and faster and then they promptly i'm sure shut the door and locked it and then i looked on the camera checked no one was there turned it off and back on um but it was kind of it was scary and then funny to me because i just imagine we have these these workers you see the same kind of uh people that work for our apartment company coming in i don't even know if they're like repairmen or yeah they're just maintenance yeah super nice yeah and there's like three or four of them that we know so i imagine one of them like popping in and being like oh no shit shut the door yeah be like but they never contacted us to let us know that our alarm went off that's what i thought was weird yeah i mean some of the protocols may be a little it's a yeah yeah i don't think they're used to that I mean, do you think any of our other neighbors have alarms? I don't know. I just assume I haven't not. heard anything go off. I haven't either. Anyway, so that was really funny. But back to this story. I got robbed. Hmm. Not at gunpoint. I was in yoga having a spiritual experience. It was funny because of all the classes. I love this class. This teacher. Don- That's the best place to rob someone, I'm guessing. Not that I do this. But <laughs> if I was going to steal from somebody, I'd want to steal from somebody who's in a Zen mood who could then maybe forgive me. Be like... You know, if you got caught, you mm. could you, you could be like beg for forgiveness and say, you know what, I, I I'm so sorry. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I I'm not, I don't know what I would have done if I'd caught somebody. It'd probably been a more like, what are you doing? Mm. And then like, what did you think was gonna happen? And then I'd probably call the police. Mm. And I'd like I would not forgive like that because what are you doing going through people's things? But um, I got out of the thing is. <laughs> So I was having like the best yoga class because one of my favorite teachers, Dominic, was teaching that time and it was a great class. And I was like, I had all these like great ideas for topics I wanted to talk about, things that I thought were interesting. And then I get out and I have like notifications on my phone. It's like, did you try to make this purchase? Because I have all my shit locked up. Like if anybody tries to make purchases, it's going to contact me and be like, was this you? And I was like, no. And so then I had to cancel all my cards. They stole like 60 bucks from my wallet. And come to find out, I got away like without much issue, like cost me maybe 60 bucks. Nothing on my credit card went through because I can't they canceled it and canceled everything. Um, but somebody else the very next day, they stole like six hundred dollars from them and tried to charge ten thousand dollars on their credit card. And I was like, sweet mother Mary. That's I just terrible. felt bad for you when you came home. You looked a little rattled. And yeah. I mean, there's nothing we could do per se you, you called the studio and that was fine yeah but overall you know what an icky feeling yeah, yeah. i mean it, it's my fault because i should have locked my stuff up but i've been going there off and on for like eight years yeah 10 years well hopefully they catch the person throw them in jail yeah. lock them up forever throw the key away <laughs> well, rob someone in yoga no but they're clearly like it's a business because they didn't try to like we we're talking because sean was so nice like trying to see the brighter side of the person he's like well maybe they just really needed the money and I was like, mm-hmm. They didn't try to pay for their utilities or a credit card bill or no. groceries. They tried to buy something like from Shuang Trading Company in China. And it said merchandise. And I was like, you can just fuck right off Yeah, that's right basically now. a thief. Right yeah. there. That's a thief move. Yeah. You're it's like, not like you're getting baby formula And you're and already pampers. prepared. Like they legitimately mm-hmm. within 30 minutes, that's all the time they had. Mm-hmm. Within 30 minutes, that's what they charged. And I was like, you son of a... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So that's why I think that we should start a vigilante force in Santa Monica. We could dress up, 
get uniforms, uh, roam the streets to protect people, of course. But we would catch the thieves. And I don't think so. Vigilante. Yeah. No. no. Okay. We're not in Texas. I've been watching a lot of Marvel lately. Uh, clearly. <laughs> the Punisher or some shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'd be the worst vigilante. I'd be the vigilante who pees on himself because he gets scared. I was going to say, we don't know any martial <laughs> Jump arts the bushes. or any I know some martial techniques. arts. I was a ninjutsu as a kid. I as had... a kid. He was like six. It still counts. Six? That'd be like. No, I, no, no, not six. I think from six the time I was nine. like nine till I was 14. Oh, you continued when you came back to Montreal? No, that's when I was in Montreal. Oh, I thought yeah. it was when you were in BC. No, it's when I came back from Montreal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. My Still. parents put me in martial arts, but it's not it's a like real martial arts. Ago. I mean, it may be if you're in it. Uh, Keep stick with it. Stick with it. It's but good I, for kids to it builds their confidence. I have not seen any dojos or whatever, uh, you know, around here that that offer that particular <laughs> skill. Yeah, I don't think it's a thing. I think a it's lot a of somersaults, tightrope walking. <laughs> Wanted to be a ninja so bad as a kid. Do you know that, right? Yes, that's yeah. why you love Karate Kid so much. It's like kind of that part was, of that. That was kind of where it started. No, it was Beverly Hills that, Ninja. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris Farley, rest he in peace. So he was good. so good. So good. No, uh, it was like Revenge of the Ninja, Enter the Ninja. Never watched any Ninja, of those. Ninja, Ninja. Are you three girls, one ninja? I mean, there was all these crazy movies really? in the eighties. You're yeah. not making those up. No, there was a ninja fad. I mean, so much so that I bought myself a pair of ninja boots, or I didn't buy them myself. I had my, I asked my parents. I think I was like eight, and I wanted ninja boots, tabby boots. What does that mean? Like wrestling boots? Like mm. they lace up your leg a little bit? No, they're more like um, silent when you fall. Yes, yeah, and they, they are split toed. Your 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 big toe. If I remember correctly, I could oh. be wrong. If there's any ninjas out there, you yeah, let, let us me know. know in those comments. Yeah. That's hilarious. I would get some uh, now because they were if quite you have comfortable. A photo they were of like you dressed up as a ninja. Halfway up to. I um, want to see that. <laughs> did you tie it around your head like that if thing? my sister is listening she probably has those she, she, kim send it over oh geez red rover red rover send the photos right over all right um, on to our next topic uh, anyway so <laughs> i start getting nervous i'm sweating i'm like oh no this is, it's too much pressure you can't release this out in the world you totally can i love podcasts because you get to know people more it's all fun right. it's yeah. interesting i like it okay but anyway so i was robbed I'm safe. Everything was fine. You're lucky you're married to a ninja. That ninjutsu came in so handy. Not. Anyway, so I had to cancel all my cards. And I think the thing that bothered me the most is that I always, you've probably heard me say this a lot. We've been together too long for you not to know. But I'm always like, I believe in the good in people. People will do the right thing. They're good out there. There's a lot of shitty people out there. I know. That's what I've come to find out as an adult. When I was a kid, I thought everyone was nice. But I'm 36 and this is the first time I've been like, wow, people are terrible. I mean, people online are terrible, but that doesn't, that's not the same to me. That's like yeah. two I mean, worlds. nice people in real life can be shitty online because people feel like they have a carte blanche to Totally. To that's a whole nother, that's like its own episode. I feel like I'm, you know. That's just how podcasts are, get used to it. Is that how it. it sounds like to you? No. Oh, just okay. got to get used to it. <clears throat> anyway. Lip um, smacking. I, lip smacking. Lip smackers. Those used to be some of my favorite chapsticks as a kid. Okay, you can stop Worst making noise that. Ever. You can stop making that noise. Yeah, he hates that noise. A lot of you, um, I know a lot of my viewers enjoy ASMR videos with those noises, and Sean's like, "Oh my god, it's like, like nails on a chalkboard to you." Makes the hair on the back of your um, penis stand up. Oh, your neck. <laughs> man, 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 humor. It's not always. It doesn't always work with me. Um, but anyway, so. I was disappointed because I always think that people are good out there. And I was like, oh, maybe there's an explanation. No, 
someone's just robbing people in my yoga studio, which is so disappointing. Mm-hmm. But they filed police reports. They're looking on the cameras and hopefully we'll catch this motherfucker. I'm a firm believer in what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. And okay. those are the people, you know, when you see cars with like crazy dents all over them and you know what I mean? Like a bad things happen to some people's stuff. Just, oh yeah, yeah. I think those are the people. That's who, why I was like, I hope they. Took not them. everyone who gets in a car accident, but you know what I mean. Like, you see people. I like that like, you assume car accidents immediately. I was hopeful that this person would take my sixty dollars, go buy a sandwich, and get wicked food poisoning. Oh, speaking of wicked food yes, poisoning, that's a nice segue. Mm. Sean got super sick, you guys. How would you categorize the noises you heard? Well, okay. Category so, four hurricane. No, so here's the thing. I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. So the story is, I went to Vlog University and was on a panel. It was lovely. I love the people on it. So many nice people. We had a really good time. And got to meet some people. We had a giveaway winner that won a free all-day pass, and that was super excited. Irene. What was Vlog University? Vlog University is put on by a YouTube creator by the name, her channel's iJustine. Yeah, lovely lady. Her name is Justine. Super lovely. Always been super nice for no, no reason. In the creator space, that's a big deal to me. Someone's just nice to be nice. Yeah. She's always been super sweet. And she wanted me to be on this panel about self-care, mental health, wellness while creating because it, the whole goal of Vlog University was to create a space for people who are starting channels or yeah. have channels and how do they like make it better or how do you launch it and all that kind of stuff. And so it was just a way for other creators to share their expertise. And so the panel- So you're, you're basically training your replacement. Which is totally no, fine. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks of being online as uh, a competition, but it isn't. I always think of it as like a relay race where you're handing the baton off to someone else. Or just else, like you know? a cool community of people doing a cool, cool stuff. That's right. And I can be like, there's space for everybody. High tide rises all ships. Yep, I agree with that. So anyway, we go to this thing and it was really great. And I love the people on the panel. I've known a lot of them for a while. Um, and anyway, so we leave and Sean and my manager, Linnea, and I all go out for uh, Mexican food. Man, I'd been dreaming about Mexican food all day. And then Linnea said, hey, let's go grab. I I was so excited. I knew you were. She's like, so there's this place. Fight a tail, it would have been wagging. For Mexican food, I was like, we 100% are. Sean on the way here was like, I really want Mexican food later. So we go in, we all eat the same stuff. We share three tacos. We eat guacamole and salsa, all from the same bins. Sean and I legitimately have the same cocktails. Yeah. And then we go home. Wait, on the way home though, I started sweating. It was sick. really weird. Yeah. You know, just kind of, I felt a little off. I think and you I, got the stomach flu. Yeah. Because it was not just like food poisoning. Because you, yeah. otherwise, before we got home, you would have started throwing What up. is it when you have explosive diarrhea that comes out of your ears? That, <laughs> that's, that's what I had. That's like go to the neurologist because some shit is wrong with your brain. Yeah. But he was throwing up all night. And so this is the thing about Sean is that, well, I think there's two people in the world. You can disagree with me in the comments, but there's me and everyone else. There's people who throw up quietly like me. People won't know if I throw up. Like if I get sick, I'm mm. like, Ugh, it's done. Sean like brings a house down. It's like your sneezes, but with throat. So he has really loud sneezes too. So he throws up like from his toes, like his whole body's involved in this experience. And therefore he's pretty sure he woke up our upstairs neighbors. And you know, so he got sick. It lasted all through, that was Saturday, so Saturday night. And then Sunday, for Super Bowl Sunday, we just kind of, he slept a lot. And I got to catch up on all my murder mysteries. Not that I'm not caught up. You know, I, lo- I watch them all the time. I can't help myself. Yeah. So anyone out there who uh, has the stomach flu or whatnot, it's just the worst. It I, is the worst. You know, and I pride myself on never getting sick. And I that know. was that was rough. Well, because you have no energy then because you have no food in your body because yeah. you're not able to keep anything down. Woe is me. But I was better uh, by this morning. So yeah, it was like, strong. 
It was a good 24 hours because yeah. it was Saturday night. You want to go get some tacos later? <laughs> I'm <laughs> Nothing will keep it. me away from Mexican food. <laughs> I love it so much. It's the way it goes. But um, I felt better. with You nursed me back to health. I appreciate that. I didn't. I felt like I couldn't do anything. No. I was just like, I got you made bananas. Me some chicken noodle soup, soup. Which, or chicken soup. I didn't eat it till the, the day after. Yeah. But um, no, whatever it happens, I'm happy that it wasn't anything worse. Uh, but it yeah. was bad for that 24 hours. Yeah, it is And then rough. I feel good again. Well, the thing about getting sick, I think, in general, in that kind of way, is mm-hmm. that you're just so weak because you have no fluid, no no food, no energy in your body. You're like... Oh, no, but it, what was like weird is I was like, so empty. Uh, and then I was like, there was more. And then I thought... There can't be more. There and can't. there was more. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. like when you puke up, like, just stomach bile. And you're like... Yeah, wow, the consistency of some of the stuff that comes like, out of your body. You're like, what is that? Where did that come I throw from? Up earwax at this. Point? What is it? It's so gross. We don't need this. Get rid of it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that was yep. pretty rough, and I felt bad for you because I couldn't do anything to make you feel better. And yeah, so I lived. He, you lived to tell the tale. That's right. And so, and he still would eat Mexican food today. I'd assume. Yeah. Sean loves himself. I'm, da- I'm down food. for. I'd go for tacos today. Yeah. Mm, ta- I've had tacos all my life. Never had food poisoning. So. I know. I still am so confused as to how Linnea and I didn't get sick and you did. There were three tacos. It was like Russian roulette, but Mexican roulette. But I even gave you the one that had more meat because I was like, he'll want the one with more meat. Mm. So I left that one for you. Well. Whatever. I appreciate that. What you gonna do? Try to do something nice. Somebody gets sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the moral of the story is, I don't know. Um, but anyway, so that was, oh, and then Super Bowl. Okay. So that's the last thing on my list um, is that, oh, and I also watched the Taylor Swift documentary, but we can get it out in a minute. But so yesterday when Sean was still recuperating and taking naps from feeling so icky, um, the Super Bowl was on and I couldn't have cared less. I think it's the first year... I mean, it's not that I've cared. Other times I've had parties to go to where I'm like, oh, I don't really care about the game. I I'm just not going to lie. The party. I'm not that excited about the parties anymore either. Uh, no. I used to get super excited. Oh, the food you can eat and we'd, you know, hang out and watch the game. I don't even get that excited about the game anymore. I don't know if I've just kind of grown out of football a little bit or I find, I don't know, there's something, it, it's something's missing from it. I don't know if it's just too commercial or, mm. uh, and it was nice, even though I was sick. But just to kick back at our place, keep it low key. Yeah. You don't have to worry about being on the road with a bunch of drunk idiots. True. That's the thing about living in the city. And I'm sure like even in the country when we go home, like I grew up in a small town. In the so country. We'll, we in the country. But when we go back to the country, I still don't like being on the road at night because I'm sure it's drunk people, yeah. which I know sounds bad, but they don't have Lyft or Uber like we do here. Luckily here, it's really easy to not be a drunk driver. Mm. I feel like you're extra stupid because you could just call an Uber or a Lyft. It takes two seconds. Yeah, there's stupid and then there's extra Then there's extra, like an extra layer of stupid where things are so simple in two two touches of your phone, you can yeah. not be drunk drive. Anyway, but I don't like being out on New Year's or Super Bowl Sunday or uh, St. Patty's Day, like 4th of July. I don't actually like being out. I mean, we'll walk around sometimes because we live <clears> in an area like in Santa Monica where it's easy to walk about, but I do not like being out on those days also i don't like crowds i don't know if anybody else can like commiserate with me sean and i don't we don't like crowds like even that kobe bryant thing down when we were downtown there's a lot of people and it's just the press of people it 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 has nothing to do with the personality of people in the crowds but when everyone is pushing up against you and like 
they're going no one's aware of their surroundings everyone's looking at the bright screens well, yeah it's like so we're mamba at, forever yeah they're selling merch and that was sad to see it i was. mean everyone's taking photos i it, it was almost like a the trauma a shared trauma that everyone in the city has or everyone around the world who's who's a fan of the guy yeah i'm not a basketball fan Me uh, but living in los angeles or in, in southern california uh while he was playing you know it was everywhere but i found it really bizarre how opportunistic people are i know in terms of the, the merch, merch. <laughs> oh. jinx you owe me <laughs> um yeah shit all the the t-shirts and like screen printed like mamba forever and and that's fine i get it like you want to show your no, but it's your a pride or whatnot money. but like if someone's hawking t-shirts like 20 bucks a pop and they were they were selling a lot they of were them. and they were oh just on God. the street corner like yeah remember you're like oh a new use for bird scooters because there were a bunch of bird scooters or lime scooters i don't even remember which ones they were and they were using it to hang up these um uh, shirts samples no it wasn't the shirts it was the towels no when you're cold you put a scarf scarf i don't know why that, that was not coming not a toque yeah. a scarf not a lot of toques are sold in la no a toque, if you don't know, is a stocking cap. And, yeah, not and, a beanie, but like it's got a pom pom on top, the whole nine yards, you know. Oh, a toque has a pom pom. Usually. So yeah. technically, you don't wear any toques. Yeah. You have no pom poms. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it did feel very exploitive. I didn't really like that fact. And if that had been like, if he was my family member, I'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah. Although I saw something uh, today in the news about his wife, uh, Vanessa. Yeah, she uh, released a statement or something. Yeah, and I thought it was kind of uh, it was nice, but how everyone's left all their tributes mm -hmm. to him because um, they're cleaning it up on Monday. They're going to remove all that. Oh, uh, yeah, next Monday. Okay. And so she let it be known uh, to the, the Lakers organization that she wanted to take. Obviously, she can't take all of it, but she's going to take as much as they can, and they're going to catalog it all um, and put it in the archives. So, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, I think that that really is interesting. Um, but, I mean, you know. I mean, in a way, I think you can feel like like they're just as much a part of it in some ways. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the fans, like I would feel, I could see like, cause I know that we talk about our viewers and subscribers, like, like they're part of our community and they're part of it. So I could see her feeling like, well, the fans are just as a, a part of his career and him. Absolutely. You know, and that's, that's really touching. No, it's but, just sad to see the, the kids who are upset. Right? I know. Adults aside, you know, that's, that's fine too. But when yeah. you see little kids who look up to people and, you know, if you're if someone you look up to pass away, it's 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 just upsetting. And just so, so early, he was 41. But there was so much. Okay, so this is not to get too into it, but there was so much chatter in my world of the mental health world where people are like, "How dare you feel sorry for him?" And you know, he, I don't know if he assaulted or raped a person. I'm not sure what happened. I don't follow. Again, I don't follow him, and I didn't follow basketball. I don't enjoy it, and I didn't really care. So I actually didn't know any of this. Um, but people were like, "How dare you like mourn for him?" And who are you? You no, weren't morning. No, no. Oh, this is me looking oh. in on conversations because right. I, I know like zero percent yeah. of any of this because all I know is he passed away in a helicopter crash. Right. And then I started reading about things and learning things and whatever. But um I think the thing that people don't get, and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I do think that it is possible to hold someone in two two places, meaning like I look up to what you've done for a sport mm -hmm. or, uh, I don't know, an area of interest or right. a study. You've done studies in science and I, all the advancements you've been a part of is amazing. You know, whatever the person does. 
and you did some shitty things before and i don't like that yeah i don't remember i, I don't know anything about it uh yeah, I, obviously i saw it in the news it was a long time ago i don't really know the details of it yeah uh and i'm sure there's people out there listening who do um and i don't want to make this podcast about it because i i really don't know what went on oh no um, me neither i was just saying it was interesting not about his particular instance mm-hmm. but more about the fact that i b- do believe it is it is possible to hold people into buckets yeah they're not i i think what the therapist to me is like life isn't black and white people you can't be like they're all good or all bad it's just people are multifaceted we make mistakes things happen i'm not saying condoning anything anybody did but i'm yeah. just saying that like it is possible to be like wow that was a shitty thing wow if it happened and, and i don't know i, I don't know like, i don't know any of the details and it's so weird I, I guess this goes back to what we were talking about earlier um did we get this on tape i forget but uh where the media what's presented and and what actually happens there's incongruence between the two in a lot of instances and in how someone wants to paint them yeah it's still recording it yeah. <laughs> uh but how somebody uh is painted in the media if there's if there's something salacious the media can run with it or people's totally opinions can, can, can run wild. I don't know anything about the, the legal case. I didn't study it. I don't know how much of the, the, the details were released. I don't even think it was released because it was settled out of court. Yeah. That's all I got but, from the little reading that I did. You know, and I wouldn't want to discount anyone's um, experience. Like, I, I don't know. However, what you're saying about um, holding someone in two different places, like the, this is a role model for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of kids looked up to him and he was doing a lot of, uh, it sounds like wonderful things in, yeah. in, in this point in his life. I, I don't know. I, it's just, it's, it's messy in a lot of ways. And life it's, is messy. People are mm-hmm. messy. It's not mm-hmm. always cut and dried. And no, we didn't get that on tape. If you guys don't, you wouldn't know this cause we haven't told you, but tape. Sean forgot to, <laughs> Sean forgot to hit record on the audio for our last clip. So, we so if to... you need a professional audio guy <laughs> or video guy, you just let me know. Because, Are we recording you know, the audio now? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. So, but I, yeah, the last. So we had to redo this. And the thing that he's referencing. It's going to happen. Something that I ma- I mentioned in the previously unrecorded will be unreleased part uh, portion of this podcast was uh, the Taylor Swift documentary. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. fact that, first of all, I loved it. And I can get into that in a second. But there's a huge part of that. I think the reason that I loved it so much is because the media had portrayed her in certain ways over the years. And mm-hmm. I'm a country music fan, so I'd been listening to her since she had curly hair and was singing um, the the way my blue eyes shine, the Tim McGraw song. I had to think of the name for a second. Anyway, that was like her first big single. So I loved her back then. And then, you know, she moves, she grows up, her sound changes. I still enjoy her music, by the way. But I'm just saying that media portrayed her through the years in different ways. Mm-hmm. And watching the documentary was I think maybe the only way she could put out what really happens in a real way. And I'm sure there are things like she's not going to like spill all her guts and share all the nasty stuff, but, and they're not going to put some out and makes her look bad. I understand that, but it just showed a different perspective. And I think that that is a good reminder to not make assumptions about people that you don't know personally. Yeah. And that's it. You know, that's all I got to say about that. It's just, we all do that. And we're living in a weird, uh, a, a weird time now. <laughs> I can't even speak. Um, we're living in a weird time. No, there's salt on the table or something. Uh, He's fidgeting. I told you. Yeah, I'm a fidgeter. I when, I, when I get nervous, I fidget or uncomfortable. But anyways, mm-hmm. we're living in a weird time where I don't know what's real and what's not when it comes to reading things online, mm-hmm. watching news sources, 
you know, I say it's news hard. sources. Yeah, because yeah. everyone has an agenda and everyone's trying to sell ads. Mm -hmm. And when, how do you report the news accurately when your main goal is to sell clicks and eyeballs? Or you, to sell an opinion. Some people just want a certain opinion to be that's heard. It. And I'm like, is that based in fact? We yeah. never know. We don't. And, and so what I'm trying to do now is make a concerted effort to look at as many different sides of the equation as possible. Mm-hmm. Hear from, you know, uh, the left, the right. Now we're talking about politics. We we're well, talking about stories. No, but like news. when you're looking at the news or, or anything, you know, when it comes to Taylor Swift, uh, try and look at people who are... Yeah, the Swifties, what the Swifties say. What do the non-Swifties say? Yeah. What do these people say? What do, do those your people research say? And don't regurgitate what someone else tells you. Form your own opinion. And that's what I'm trying to do this yeah. year specifically. I've kind of made a a sub not a subconscious a conscious effort mm -hmm. or i'm going to make Correct. a conscious mm -hmm. effort to 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 approach things a little bit more with a little bit more thought and intent just to make sure that i'm not getting caught up or being sold something 100%. that's bs because i think today's day and age man there's some weird stuff going on shenanigans oh yeah i love one of my favorite things online and favorite meaning like i hate it so hardcore that i just want to punch the people in the face is when you take a tweet and you retweet it as a fact. Oh, yeah. And then that becomes the whole, <laughs> like, core of your quote-unquote research. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, look at what this was. And I'm like, mm, that's not anything. That's yeah. absolutely nothing. Is it? Is there a cite, like a citation? Like, can I look to find out how they cited it? Yeah. No. Anyway. So, yeah, I don't. The, in, the documentary of Taylor Swift was great. It was, gave me a lot of. I mean, I put a whole video about it out about it. So if you want to watch that, you can get all of my thoughts. Yeah, you seem to walk away with more empathy but, uh, yeah. towards her and you know and the situation. Under understanding and like, yeah, connection, feeling like, I don't know. And, uh, there's just a lot. It was so good. But also don't make, you know, don't make assumptions. That was my takeaway as well as her creative process is really cool. I like that she like writes all of her songs on her phone. I mm -hmm. find that to be really funny because she'd be like, Oh, hold on, hold on. I like that. And then she'd type it in and then she'd sing it through, like all on her phone. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Seeing talented people uh, create is is pretty wonderful. Yeah. Or seeing talented people uh, in person. I mean, it's one thing to listen to an audio tape or watch a movie, but to see someone on stage or uh, just, just performing. Yeah. Where, the, where it's a little flawed, but those imperfections make it just feel amazing. Yeah, I think that's what we kind of miss, not to get into music too much, but I... I actually prefer, I mean, we, we both don't like auto-tune or overproduced music in general. I, I love auto-tune. He's so full of shit. Auto-tune's greatest hits, 2018. Oh, my God. It's like all Lil John or whatever. Um, no, Lil John's good. He doesn't auto-tune, does he? I thought he was like the king of auto-tune. What? <laughs> That's going to peak. I'm sorry for your ears because Sean just shouted into the microphone. Um No, but like Jay-Z's done it. Drake does it. Everybody's Jay -Z done it. Jay-Z did Death of the Auto-Tune, I think. That was like the anti-autotune. But hadn't he had some? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, people have used it over the years, and yeah. I'm not a fan. And I think that maybe the reason why I enjoyed like old school country music is because it has imperfections, and it's not perfect. People aren't perfect. You shut your mouth. <sighs> old school country is perfect. It, no, but that's no, what, what makes saying. it good. Yeah. Like I remember when I was taking, if you guys don't know, I took guitar lessons years ago. Like You six, were good too. I was not. You rocked the house. <laughs> this house like, particularly. Just, just this apartment. Just our apartment. Um, it'd be like. Brow, it was good. Brow. 
Yeah. I have audio recordings like, of that. Hey, Jude. Dun, 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 dun. I could get kind of going, but not very fast. Anyway, but when I took guitar lessons, every time I'd go to my lessons, like once a week, my teacher would have us all tune our guitars and then, you know, it'd be like enough. It'd be good enough. And she'd be like, good enough for country music. Let's get started. That's how she got it started. And I was like, I like that because it doesn't have to be perfect. That's right. I don't know. Life isn't perfect. Flaws make things beautiful. I think so. Yes. Agreed. Hence, auto-tune not being beautiful. No. But we def- I think everything in life, like in... I made a t-shirt that says that auto-tune is not beautiful. Mm. People are like, did you buy your shirt in 2018? I'd be like, no, damn it, it's new. What, like 2015? I, I don't know. I feel like it's so long ago. Mm. But I do think that in... I don't know if you agree with this, but in a lot of different mediums, not just music, uh, all sorts of things we do this pendulum swing in the world where it goes from like trying to make it ultra produced, ultra perfect in many ways. Mm. Or like mass I think I production. mispronounced that word. Sorry to interrupt you, but is it pendulum or pendulum? Pendulum. I think you're right. I think I'm just adding a J after the D my whole life. And I just realized it now. Wow. Pendulum. People were probably Your like, head <laughs> Hey, people do all sorts of things. Yeah. All right. So you were on a podcast this week. Uh, or this past week, mm-hmm. and it was with um, Teddy Mellencamp. Yes, yeah, Teddy's Tea. It's her Teddy's uh, Tea. iHeartRadio podcast. I had no idea who her father was. Because Mellencamp is such a common last name. Well, I know, but like... And so, she was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Something I don't watch. Um, <laughs> I don't either, but Mellencamp, I mean... So her dad is I John Cougar Mellencamp, yeah, or correct. at least John Mellencamp. When I was a kid, it was John Cougar Mellencamp, okay. whatever. Yes. But I was a huge fan, right? And so you is missed your opportunity. Well, I mean, it wasn't him. It, was it wasn't him, but I'm sure she'd be like, "Thanks." Uh-huh. Like I don't hear this all the time. Yeah, exactly. But I was, <laughs> I was so excited that, like, I don't know why I was excited when I found out. After, I was like, "Wow!" When a John one, John Mellencamp moved from John Mellencamp, yeah, exactly right. But it made all of a sudden I had a flashback to being a kid and PJ, uh, my uh, cousin, our cousin. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's such a good guy. But he. <laughs> you ever have a friend who misquotes lyrics to a song? My friend or not Jamie. Misquotes? Jamie Putman growing uh-huh. up. Mm-hmm. So here's PJ's. And this is what made me think of John John Mellencamp the other day. So uh, he has a song and the lyrics are, let it rock, let it roll. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible Belt, come and save my soll. Yes. Something like that. Let it rock, let it roll. We're not going to sing. We're not musically inclined. So, but... But PJ's version of, his, of the song was, let it rock, let it roll. Bobby Rydell, come and save Who my soul. Bobby Rydell? Fucked if I know. <laughs> it's like a 50s name, you know, oh, Bobby pastor? Rydell. I know. You know, like, oh, wait, Bobby Rydell. But anyways, it, I, I just had this hot flashback to that moment of PJ singing the song. And um, anyways, not that I would, if I told her that, she'd probably be like, you are the creepiest you know, fan my dad's ever had. <laughs> No, but it's funny. Um, Sorry, PJ. I don't mean to out you on that one. But uh, my friend Jamie Putman did the same thing to Will Smith. Welcome to Miami. Mm. Because he says things in Spanish. Okay. If you guys don't know, he says welcome to Miami in Spanish. And she, I think because her lack of Spanish knowledge, I don't even remember what she said, but it made no sense. It was like, welcome to Miami. And she'd be like, Ben, I've been there. It's so good. Like, you're like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Nonsense. (laughs) I was like, oh. bienvenido. Oh. <laughs> or bien- I forget exactly what it says. But anyway, it was very funny. And that is called, we learned, because um, our friend Barry, who if you watch my channel, you've seen him. He's a psychiatrist. He 
there's a name for that. There's a word for when you mishear something. And I had to look it up again because I was going to say it wrong. Um, but it's because you lay them on the green, mondegreen. Oh. So okay. here, I'll tell you why that makes sense. So a mondegreen is a mishearing or misinterpretation of a phrase as a result of near homophony? In a way that gives it new meaning. So the mondegreen itself is actually a mondegreen. Um, she had misheard this lyric. The, the woman, um, an American writer, Sylvia Wright, coined the term in 1954, writing that as a girl, when her mother read to her from Percy's relics. Sounds good. That she had misheard the lyric and had lay him on the green. And hey, lay him on the green. It's H-A-E. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that word. Hey. Um, in the fourth line of the Scottish ballad, the Bonnie Earl of Murray. And oh, that's such a good one. Lady Mondegreen. Anyway, so laid him on the green became Mondegreen. Mondegreen. Lady Mondegreen. Well, there you go. If so if you have sense. any Mondegreens out there, oh, uh, let, us know. S- let us know so PJ doesn't feel alone. We uh, all do it. Well, I had one. Uh, oh, I have one too. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. You want to go first? It doesn't matter. Okay, sure. I love country music. You guys know this. We all love it. It's amazing. And this Mondegreen makes sense because I was a kid. So I... My parents actually have this video of me. I wonder if my mom, I'm sure it's somewhere, but it's me singing and dancing to the country music awards. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let's say 12 years old. I don't know. And it's that song, um, straight tequila night. Don't ask her on a straight tequila night. I know something fell. Anyway, I don't know what tequila is. I'm like 12 years old or whatever. And so I used to think it was, you don't ask her, and the straight to kill the night as mm. if that even makes any sense it makes absolutely no sense but what else would they be saying in my young brain to kill the tequila that, to kill them one. so i there's this video of me singing because they'd won some award and i'm like dancing in our living room and i'm like don't ask her on the straight to kill the night what makes no sense i think it's pretty good so that makes sense to that's me. my mondegreen nice what's yours uh steve miller band yes jet airliner i don't know that i'm sure I know oh song, you but... know it um but the lyrics are oh oh big old jet liner don't carry me too oh, far away yes don't carry me too far away uh-huh. i know that's right uh well i thought it was uh picked old jet out of a lineup oh i thought the lineup don't carry too. me too far away <laughs> it does sound like that. <laughs> yeah but it doesn't make any sense you know picked old jet out of lineup don't carry me too far away yeah you know that yeah so it did sound i mean i i would totally because i didn't even know jet airliner was the name straight of the to kill the night yep. picked old jet, picked out, old out, of jet out of the lineup All and right. also bobby Rydell's gonna save our soul heck yes <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a good one out there uh put it in the comments let us know i feel like that's lyric based like it's musical lyric based mm-hmm. I, I mean maybe if you have a mondegreen that's not a music thing i would love to hear that as well because or a CeeLo green I don't know yeah. either or. Oh my God. What? No, that just, my brain just like it bubbled up with the, there's this radio talk show in LA and I think it, I don't know, you let me know if it's nationwide, but it's what did, uh, what's his butt say? That, that. Uh, what did Jesse Jackson just what say? What did Jesse Jackson just That's say? That's Tim Conway Jr. It's and he hilarious. is hilarious. And I can never get it. I used to, cause I used to. Um, well, Jesse doesn't enunciate. No. And he smushes all the words together. Yeah. So it's not only like really 
I don't know, no pronunciation, no enunciation. And I don't enunciate either, by the way. I'm I'm a mumble. But he speaks really quickly. Yeah. And mumbles. Yeah. And sweet. It's the best segment on Friday afternoon when you're driving home in the car. What the hell did Jesse just yes, say? Yes, that's and that's exactly when it is, and it's every week, and I love it so much, and I never, I have yet to this day, I've lived in L.A. since 2002, and I have yet to get it correct. No idea what he says. Some people call in, and they already have half of it, like yeah. immediately, and I'm like, oh, what witchcraft is this? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so that's another good one. All that's right. a good thing, too. Moving on. Moving on. So Mondegreens. Mm-hmm. I think that's, fun. I like learning terms like me that. Me too. Makes me feel educated. It does. Even though I'm not. Hey, education comes in a lot of different forms. I was actually... I was, I was educated on the hard streets of Montreal. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, but I, I think I think that's something I'd, I'd like to talk about briefly. Oh. Is the, the pressure for people... My lack of education. No, but the pressure for people to feel like they need to have a traditional education. Okay. That like there's only one way to become intelligent or... I've met a lot of dumb people who've graduated university. Same. It's like people jump through the hoops and they get a certificate, which is great. I actually think... But there's just people. People are just people. And going to school doesn't make you more intelligent or less intelligent. I think it just... At least for your bachelor's degree, I think it just shows that you can stick with something for four years. And then you can tick that box as someone hiring somebody. Say, well, hopefully they can stick with this job for four years. Yeah, but that can be... I mean... There are a lot of ways to do it cheaper. I just think the financial ramifications, even personally for me, mm-hmm. the financial ramifications of an education in that format, mm-hmm. it's so fucking crazy. I don't understand what you're saying. Kids come out of school with so much debt. Oh, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. financial I mean, you implications have to, of, You don't have to. No, and that's what I'm saying. There are cheaper ways to yes. do it. I was just saying that I think... Like I could buy a degree today online from Thailand <gasps> and be like a doctor, you know, not to put down Thailand, but you can buy no, degrees that, but online. but that's not what we're talking about. And I don't think you... I mean, I'm sure you can, but like, good luck with that. Yeah. I'm just saying that you should go to a community college for two years yeah. and you can do online for the next two. And I went be, to a trade school. It can be pretty cheap. Yeah, you went to a trade school too. Mm. Like my dad went to a trade school. But anyway... I just think that like the I learning new terms and the history behind certain phrases hmm. like um, I don't I'm going to forget this because I have to look it up again. But something about big wigs like that term big. I like learning about language. If I could go back to school, I've told you guys this on other live streams and stuff. But if I go back to school today, I would get my degree in linguistics or is that right? Is that the right word? So you could be a cunning linguist. Exactly. A master debater. (laughs) But I would like, I love language and the study of languages, how words came to be, Mm. why we use certain phrases like bigwig or, um, I don't even know, like mondegreens, that that's a cool thing in that. I went down the rabbit hole the other day. I love these things too. Mm -hmm. And I looked up a phrase that my dad used when I was a kid Mm -hmm. and he used it incessantly. Like Like he would jump in the car. There'd be like two or three of us in the back seat. My dad would jump in the front seat and he'd, Every time, say, let's blow this pop stand. And then you'd peel oh, out. My, my dad and, always said, blow this popsicle stand. Yeah. and So I looked it up because I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, why is that? Cause like, are you blowing up a popsicle stand? Are you Soda pop? I didn't know what it meant. And I still, I couldn't figure it out. But I, Google's great because you can find out most things. I just looked this up Mondegreen This one is a mystery. Total mystery. So if you find out. Mm-hmm. What you, does it mean? What does that mean? Because my dad used to say that too. My mom would still say it people i think it, you know what's old is new again and it would be pretty yeah. cool i'm gonna start saying it shout out to my dad i'm just gonna start saying language that. is so funny and also having um this will be the last little portion of our segment called language 
with the St. Louis. Um, but my family, bringing Sean into my family has uh, shown me, or I guess shed light on the strange phrases that we say. And so he... Oh, you have some strange we ones. We have some funny ones. So when my brother... But it's regional. Maybe. Maybe it's regional. Yeah. So my... my But no, because my... There's a couple. So my brother got married to his wife and they, she grew up in the same town that we, and they went to high, their high school sweethearts. And our family always says, I was going to say, so it's like, I was going to say, and then you insert your, into a conversation. So oh yeah. The was becomes an S. So I was, was going to say, say. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, and that we say that all the time. And I, since she said this years ago, yeah, I'm hyper aware and I say it all the time. I was going to say a lot of things. I, do I tried all. to get rid of all those things from like, in order to assimilate I know. into Los Angeles. I got rid of comfortable. I used to say comfortable. And people would be like, could you enunciate that any more bizarrely? And I was like, that's the real word. The interesting thing is, is when you bring somebody else into your family, they notice all the weird language things that you say mm-hmm. and that your family says. Now, mine... It, it's not necessarily weird. It's kind of fun. You know, it, I, I get to unique. improve my, my lexicon. I, I mean, um, it's just different. I well, guess. I used it the other day. Did uh, you? I called our car the rig. the rig. Well, that is. It's a rig. It's uh, your rig. I mean, that's the one way. So my family uses the term rig a lot. And I, I didn't realize this until Sean told me. But in my mind, a rig is a car. Like I someone, always thought it was an 18-wheeler. Maybe. That's possible. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's our extrapolation. Like... We're taking that and we're like, hey, it applies to all vehicles. But your but family use it for everything. They use everything. it for everything. Like, like, give me that rig over there. And that could mean like the remote control. It's a tool. <laughs> it's a tool to do something. Yeah. So. But I had to figure that out because I had no idea what you guys were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving, there were like 60 rigs in the room. I'm like, wait, what what's rig do a, you want me to, what's to get? What's rig? Yeah. The it, carving knife. Oh. That the, rig. That rig over there. Yeah. But some people use the word gear, right? Mm-hmm. So. thingamajig anyway rig is what my family says in yeah. montreal i don't know you have sing song sound to how you talk but i don't know if i don't know if i've noticed your i don't family. think that's all montrealers i think that's because my grandmother yeah because she's scandinavian maybe she was kind of like um rose from the golden girls betty white <laughs> yes but smart, you know she she wasn't uh she wasn't daft like, as in daft that, as in that character yeah as betty she white was, she's just a lot of fun betty but white the way is she not talked, daft. it was her you know? character rose yeah yeah, yeah. Just for clarification, I love Betty White. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I saw Betty White once when I was waiting in a doctor's office in the waiting room. That's like seeing I God. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, I know. What a how like, she's ninety six or something like that. Something like that. I don't know. You guys Google it. You she's amazing. Know. Yeah, and you see photos of her as a young woman. First of all, stunning. Second of all, she's been famous for so long. Mm-hmm. Through all these different eras, and you see photos of her with people who are like, "My I know. God, it's I love amazing. the Golden Girls." Yeah, I mean, it's pretty sassy. I don't think you could get away with what they said on that show. I feel uh, that way about a lot of shows, today. like Sex and the City, Golden Girls. Um, I'm just trying to think. Even Friends, some of the stuff's more like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I, too PC. I know. I, I but I feel like it kind of ruins things. It does when you can't joke about things. Yeah, because if. I don't know about you, but laughter is sometimes the best medicine. Obviously, also processing things in therapy is the best medicine. But uh, I was sick yesterday, mm-hmm. and I would say laughter would not have been the best medicine. <laughs> I would have shit it myself wasn't going to help. It was. Yeah, you're like, ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that laughing about things is like often our way of talking about things that are difficult. Yeah. So to take that away, I just feel like is just terrible. Yep. There, but, you can't censor humor. Nope. I agree. And mm-hmm. with that, we'll put a pin in the second episode we're 
finished. Done. No, you can't say done. My mom would say only a turkey is done oh. when I was a kid. My mom's kind of, if you guys don't know, random fact, my mom's kind of a, a like a grammar. Nerd? Yeah. She's, Not nerd. Nerd's but, a good word. So your mom's she's, a she's grammar. Into, yeah, I think it's a good thing. Your mom's a grammar stud. <laughs> she is a stud. I'll tell her. I'll tell her you said that. I'll say hi to my mother for you. I'm going to get um, a t-shirt made that says I'm a grammar stud. I yeah. think that but will, now that she has one. a granddaughter, she could be a grandma status. I don't know. I don't know. That's it's getting too, mu- no, too it's much. No, it's all bad. Bye bye. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Okay, we'll see you next week. See you week. later. Okay, bye.